The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. And when you talk about the greats in Minnesota, you talk about, there's a lot of names. We mentioned Harlem Killebrew, who's no longer with us. You know, we had the Purple People Eaters on, on here. The Purple People Eaters are here, but now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's an icon on two franchises, not just the Minnesota Twins all-time greats, but also then went to the California Angels before they became the Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland-adjacent Angels, they were simply the California Angels, and his number 29 is retired by two franchises. He's a legend. It's an honor to meet him. I probably talked to him over my years because I'm old enough to remember when this was Metropolitan Stadium and Rod Carew played here. In fact, we went down the other night, Rod, and we were at the home plate pretending that we were batting where you played so many great games here. Thank you so much for being here, and we're so happy to see that you're doing well. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, and it's, it's great to be back. It's always good to come back to the Twin Cities, you know, because um, they treat me so well here. And every time I come back, I get a, a warm feeling of... Uh, Except outside, because it's not a very warm feeling. Well, yeah, true, that's true. <laughs> but I, I, I love living here. You know, I lived here for 12 years when I played here. Uh, I wasn't one of the guys that as soon as the season was over, I was gone. Tony Oliva and I stayed here for the, you know, during, during the rest of our careers. You know, a lot of the younger listeners, Philadelphia and all over the world, where they're listening to this and watching it on Facebook and all the other, they remember like Pete Rose was the hit king at, long after you. But he played in your era. But, but you were, to me, and all the players I've seen, and I've seen a lot of great hitters over the years, I mean, it was so natural. The, the crouch, the, you just, it must have looked like a, a, a grapefruit when that ball was coming up for you. Well, not only a grapefruit, <laughs> but it stopped right there and say, hit me. I don't know. I I, I was fortunate to have been blessed with with a talent that a lot of people uh, couldn't do. So I enjoyed it. I worked at it. And that's the only way you can continue to get better. I was never satisfied. If I got two hits one day, I wanted three. If I got three, I wanted four. I, you know, I had fun with it. And, you know, and, uh, and we're talking about the, with the greatness of the Minnesota Twins. And you, were, you didn't even play high school ball. You were born in Panama on a train, right? Right. And then you, went to, you were moved to New York, and the scout for the Minnesota Twins saw you playing with a, with a broomstick and, and bottle caps, right? Sw- singing, swinging bottle caps with a, with a stick. Yeah, we used to, you know, in, in the neighborhood, that's what we used to do. And then I started playing Sandlot, and... Um, you know, I enjoyed it so much that when when I went to play uh, to play my first year was my senior year that I want I went out to play for, and the coach said I wasn't good enough, and two years later I was in big leagues. And rookie of the year in your first year, I mean the numbers for people who don't know, seven batting titles, uh, rookie of the year in your rookie year. The first two years were the only years you didn't three, hit 300, and then you hit 300 for the rest of your career batting average 328 3053 hits 
353 stolen bases and seven steals of home. So how many of the steals of home were right here in Metropolitan Stadium, now the amusement park here, the Universal Park? Ooh, I, I would say maybe four, at least four of them. Seven in one year had only been done by a couple of players, and I, I don't think it's ever going to be done again. No, I, I don't think so either because as soon as a runner gets on third deck and run, pitchers go to the stretch. Uh, back then, they never went to the stretch. They just kept going to the windup, even though they knew, they knew that I might try and steal home. And so they dared me, and I did it. And then they trade you to the California Angels in 79, and you go out there and continue your incredible career until it came to an end. But to be your number 29, to be retired for two franchises, I know most people remember your twin career, but your angel career was incredible as well. Well, I, I've enjoyed myself uh, out there also. You know, it was, um, it was fun. Mr. Archer was fun. Uh, treated us all like regular guys. And um, never cared if you were a superstar or how much money you were making. You would always come down, sit in the clubhouse with us, and talk about the good old Western days. and So we used to have fun with them. Now, Rod Carew is with us, and an honor to be here, but we talk about all your accomplishments in life, the baseball, the MVPs, everything that's gone on. But the major accomplishment, most recent, and it has to be the biggest, is what happened in December when you, uh, a couple years ago, playing golf, had a heart situation, and then you were on the donors list, right, for a heart and then something happened and your life changed and you're still with us as, as a result. Well, I wasn't on the donor list yet <laughs> until I had the massive heart attack. And um, since then, you know, it's, it's been great because I found a family that I'm, I'm carrying around their son's heart in me. I've got a Maserati beating inside of it <laughs> instead of a Volkswagen. So um, we've become close. We've become... One family now, we're called the Karulans, and um, it's great, you know, and I'm just happy to be here. Conrad Rulin is the young man we're talking about. He died, ironically, at age 29 of a brain aneurysm. He was a guy who was, had his own career, and then he had the brain aneurysm and died. So you didn't know, his family didn't know who his brain was going to because he donated his, his, I mean, his heart. He donated his heart, and then you got the heart and didn't know it was from him, and his family didn't know it was for you, right? Well, you know, I'd met Conrad when he was about 11 years old. Uh, he went to school with my kids, and I met him uh, because I was there to watch a basketball game. And he came up to me, started talking to me, and I talked to him, and the next thing you know, um, here I am, walking around with this kid's heart inside of me, and, and we're trying to do good things. You know, we're trying to... Uh, give people the opportunity to um, to have a, a good life, and to you know we're trying to get people to donate uh, life to them because it's the greatest gift that you can give to someone. Now you you also had a personal issue in your family, and donations are big. But talk about the 29 situation. It's called the 29 Fund, right? Well, <clears throat> it's the heart of 29. The heart of 29. Yes, and. The twins have really taken part in it, and, and they're pushing us to do well. So to go out and talk to people, you know, uh, give them a, a, a chance to um, go get checked, go donate parts of your body that, uh, you know, you're not going to take all of it with you when you die, 
But if you can help someone else that's waiting on the donor list, why not? I, I, my, on my license, I'm a donor. I don't know who would want my uh, old body parts, but you know, if you can save somebody else, it's a great thing. So how do people donate if they want to help your cause? Mary, would you take that? <coughs> now, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name because you just you guys came over and sat down. I'm actually Conrad's mom. The oh, donor, the donor. Yeah. The donor oh. Well, God bless you and thank the, you so much. My son, Conrad, that played in the NFL um, in April of 2016, seven months before his brain aneurysm presented itself. He checked the box on his driver's license um, renewal form. Um, if you're not in line to get that done pretty soon, you can go to, to donatelife.org and you can become an, a, a donor. Mary Newland, and you mentioned where you can go, but when I said earlier that even though you, you, you families knew each other and, and Rod Carew knew your son, that when they actually do the donation, they don't tell you who you're getting it from, even if you may know that person, right? I need to clarify, he met Conrad for maybe five minutes when Conrad was okay. about 11. It's not like we knew each other, so okay. no, that, that, there was no, there was no um, preconceived that he's going to get Conrad's heart. We had no idea. That came to me at Conrad's vigil and at his funeral um, in December, a week, couple weeks after Rod got his transplant. Um, people were asking me, because Conrad being an NFL, NFL player and was known in our area, and Rod, of course, being known everywhere, do you think it could be Rod Carew? Do you think it could be Rod Carew? And I had no idea what they were talking about. I was um, in my son's hospital room for two weeks, not knowing what was going on beyond that. And he, uh, somebody, I almost fa passed out when somebody laid out the timeline for me of Rod got a heart and a, a kidney from a young boy that was 29 from UCLA the same day that Conrad donated. I go, You've got to be kidding. So there wow. was, there's just too much, too much to not let it be. So I went home, and on East, uh, Christmas Day, I looked up Rod Carew, and I went, I, I, it, there was just no way that it couldn't be. It had to be. Wow. It really did. 29 years of age, number 29. And here it is. This, this, this surgery happened in December. We're talking two months ago. You had a heart transplant two months ago. A year ago. and two months. I mean, a year and two months. But still, he's walking around, and then it's a It's not a miracle, but the, the, the progression we've made in surgery and heart transplantation and lung transplantation has been remarkable. It's been un unbelievable um, <clears throat> what the medical world has come up with and continue to come up with to save lives. And um, we want people to know that... Uh, if you can, if you get the opportunity that you can give the gift of life, don't be afraid to, to donate parts of your body. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, not all hearts can go to anybody. It, it has to be a match as well, correct? Yeah, there's more, and that was the, Rhonda didn't believe it was Conrad because Rod has a different type of blood. And I said, well, Conrad has an O negative, but it's not just the blood. They also have to match tissue and other right. things. And Conrad's was a perfect match for Rod. Wow. Also a perfect match for the lady that got his other kidney and the gentleman that got his liver. The lady with, for his other kidney, she was waiting for a kidney transplant for over five years. No family, nobody could match, but your son was a perfect match, she That's told amazing. me. That's amazing. You know, losing a, losing a child is the worst thing that can happen to any parent. Absolutely. But knowing that your child has now saved several other lives, is there, any, is, is, is there a redeeming thing about that? Does that make you feel better? I, nothing can take him back, 
but knowing what happened as a result. He's still here. He is still here. He's you are walking here. proof of it. Yeah. I, I like to say losing my son is a tragedy I'll, I'll never get over, but what has happened since in the months and years that have happened since, the whirlwind of events that have happened, have been a blessing. So once again, everybody do it. When you get your license renewed, it's right on there. You check organ, organ donor, and that's what happens. Now, and then you'll know. I have one last question regarding organ donation. Um, to, to be an organ donor, is it that that person has to be the one to make that check ahead of time? Or as a parent, can you, if, if your child has not done that yet, and God forbid something happens to your family, can you make the decision for them? Well, they did come into the room, and I knew that Conrad was an organ donor because he and I sat down together, and he said, Mom, should I be? And I said, you know, it's up to you. But no, you're, you're absolutely right. While they're in that state, if they can't make that decision for themselves, so then it falls on the family to make that decision. Which is such a hard decision to Very. make. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think that family members have so much guilt and well, am I doing the right thing? And is this what they wanted? And what if I what if I make this decision and they weren't ready to go yet? I mean, there's all sorts of things that are going through your head. So do your family a favor and make the decision for them well, ahead of time. Well, yeah, some of them are too young. They don't have... Yeah. I've been approached by friends and people that their friends don't drive and they're like maybe seven or eight years old, but they've seen this story and they're saying, I want to be an organ donor because Conrad That's... was an organ donor. But you're right. You take it out of the hands. But and there's a myth, and this is why I think people don't sign up. They're afraid that maybe they won't, and this I was afraid of this, maybe they won't really try to save your loved one as much if they know that there's people waiting for that heart. But let me, can I dispel that myth that they did everything above and beyond to try to save Conrad. Yeah. He just wasn't going to make it. This was what he was meant to be here, it's, trying to save other people. It's lives. all about the brain activity. And when it's gone, it's gone. And there's really no question whether somebody's still there or not. Absolutely. At the and had he have survived, we don't know what kind of state he would be in. And he would have been looking at me with hate in his eyes because you don't go from 6'6", 270 pounds, peak of health, to being, we don't know where he would have been. He wouldn't have been happy with where he would have come out of it. So this was God's will. Well, Mary, our condolences, but obviously we're, everybody who's listening to this and knows this story have to be proud of your son and what you've gone through and for Rod to be sitting here, one of the all-time. And it doesn't matter if you're one of the all-time greats. Certainly you save anybody's life. It's right. a great thing. But then you know that Rod Carew has your son's heart in his body. I mean, that's just, that's, that's just it's, it's a movie. It's I mean, a it's, it's a movie. Yep, absolutely. This, this, not a lifetime movie because those are, those are just too, they're too many. I, want, I mean, it's a serious movie that should be made. I agree. And there's still a lot, of, the good thing is there's so much great video of Rod Carew when you were playing. You know what I mean? You weren't in the era where, you, don't, you know, we don't see a lot of the Babe Ruth stuff. We only see some of it. Your era, there's, there's tape everywhere of you stealing bases in that unbelievable batting stance and all the great things you did, Rod. So happy for you, man. Really appreciate you coming. And uh, I, want, I want the people, let's everybody give a big roar of Rod, Rod Carew here, ladies and gentlemen. The great Rod Carew and Mary Rowland. You deserve it. Thank you so much, Rod. It's an honor to talk to you, and it's an honor to see you. Thank you for coming by today. And Mary, thank you so much, and God bless you. And, and thank you for getting our story out, because we know that the, the more times that people hear it, they're going to start making the right decisions. Well, I agree. And I think that it's, it's not just about the lives that your son saved by donating his organs, but the story now is going to help so many people just be aware. I mean, it's so easy. Like, just make that check on that driver's license. It's the easiest thing that you can exactly. possibly do. 
Or one, or go to OneDonation.com or, um, or .org. Yeah. I've been an organ donor since I was like 16 years old. Well, thank and you I again. actually, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, uh, the one thing that does not get um, uh, donated when you're an organ donor is your brain. And I just found out that I can donate my brain as well for all sorts of science stuff. So I'm going to yeah, do the, another the thing. Pink the pink brain pledge. So women, because when you're an organ donor, you're a donor, you have to have a separate brain donation situation. So the pink brain pledge, we're going to be behind them too with... At, at an event tomorrow. So women 18, age and over, invited to take the hashtag Pink Brain Pledge at pinkconcussions.com. So another great organization helping to help save lives in the future. Thank you again so much for coming by. I really appreciate it. Rod, it's an honor, sir. Thank you. The great Rod Carew and Mary Rulin. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. Wow. That's a great story. And to sit here with Rod Carew, who, you know, we're he's a little bit older than me, but I'm in the same wheelhouse. I, I grew up watching Rod Carew and Harmon Killebrew, and then the, the twins of later, and the, and the we'll see you tomorrow night twins. <laughs> Tony, we're going to quickly have some bumper music real quick so that we can take photographs with them, okay? Okay, thank you. We'll be right back. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.